1: Hello and welcome to They Talk, a good game. It's the fun episode for the week, not the standard footy chat this week. We're doing something a little bit different, and it is something a little bit different than we've ever done before. It's not a coach wars, not a draft. Uh, we're just going to... Well, Harvey, why don't you explain what what it is we're doing today?
2: We're going to give our opinions. We're going to think about the players currently running around. We never do that. Footy, running around every week. And we're going to pick out our favourites. We're going to pick the top 10. There's no criteria here. We're purely going on our personal bias, personal opinions. Favourite players who don't play one for our... Yes, we're sorry. not picking players from our team. No Tigers yeah. players for Lockheed. No Manly players for myself. No. Just players that we enjoy watching, regardless of what team they're on, regardless of who we're supporting. We just want to watch these guys play every single week, exactly. every single game.
1: Simple. Who do we like? Why do we like them? Doesn't have to be because they're good at footy. In fact, sometimes maybe it's because they're not great at footy. Maybe it's funny. I don't. know. <laughs> <laughs> who knows what the reasons are? But just a little insight into into us and who our faves, yep. who our faves are, who don't play for our team. Um,
2: Absolutely.
1: All right. Well, uh, would you like to kick us off with uh, your your tenth favorite non manly player?
2: Well, yeah. Sure. I'll get us started. And this player if you asked me at the start of the year, would not have even come into consideration. Mm. And off the back of this week, it's especially tough, but they're slotted in at number 10. Yep. It's Talakai. He's one of the most exciting players to watch. So damaging with the ball when he's not destroying Manly's left hand or right hand defense. Just He's an excitement machine.
1: Yes, he is. Absolutely. Oh, man. Couldn't agree more. See for Talakai. Now- and and seeing,
2: seeing someone out of position too is always exciting. That is so. so he's exciting. not a natural center, so the fact that he's been so impressive is, is unreal.
1: That is so exciting. Um, all right, excellent. My number ten is a teammate of of Talakai. Um, also joined the Sharks this year. It's Dale Fanukan. I love I love Dale. Yeah, I love Dale. <laughs> yeah, my favorite my favorite element of Dale Fanukan is uh, watching him run full pelt out onto the field when he leads a team out from the sheds. He he's just goes full, you know, everyone's having a nice little jog, you know, thinking about the game, going through their heads. He just sprints it out into the middle of the field. I just, there's so many things I do love about Dale Finucane and uh, he's he's crept into my top 10.
2: Nice. He, do, he does the little things right, doesn't he? He's, he's impressive yeah. in his professionalism. He's clearly switched on from the moment or before he's running out onto the pitch. Um, and he can see it in the way he plays. Yeah, I love the fact that he can he can sing and play guitar too. That's right. For, uh, for a tough big man, it's it's a surprise packet. I reckon. Voice of
1: an angel. <laughs> I know. All right, <laughs> <laughs> Harvey. Who's your who's your ninth favorite?
2: Well, well, mine ninth player. actually can sing as well. So you've got that in oh. common with Vanuken. Oh. He can dance a little bit, and it's a little pocket rocket. It's Brian Toto. Yeah,
1: nice. From yeah, from
2: Penrith. Um. Burst onto the scene last year and the year before, Origin player now. I mean, we've we've been missing him on the pitch. We have been some injuries yeah. to start the season, but almost I mean, almost slips your mind that. a little bit it's,
1: just because we haven't been watching him this year yet. Yeah, um, he's but, he,
2: but for such a small bloke, he's such so powerful. Bounces off defenders with these, uh, yeah, and full of energy. God I love him.
1: I can reveal that. He will feature in my top ten at some point. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say. Teaser. My, my number ninth. This is a guy. Number nine. I've always, I've always had a bit of love for him, but um, he he truly earned his way into my top ten just this weekend, just gone by when he uh, he's a big front rower. Was handed the ball on last tackle with no other option. He put up a big bomb and uh, and. Uh, he, his name's Nelson asofa Solomona, and uh, yeah, that's... it came off. I, it's just it like I think Pappenhausen was even more determined to catch it and score it once he saw that Nelson was the man who would be get would get the <laughs> try assist. He was like,
2: <laughs> man, yeah. it's an impressive repertoire of skills that he's got he's not just a big man he, he doesn't just run hard but he's got delicate touch as well I think, I think i think one
1: thing we can agree on is we love seeing a big man do little man things it's just <laughs> that's, you <so> know, sure. <laughs> that's an amazing it's awesome
2: oh i mean maybe if Munster's moving on he's going to move into the halves <laughs> you could see it happening i have no Bellamy choice has, has turned around a lot of players in his career and molded them into what he needs yeah, maybe it was all rehearsed.
1: Yeah, that's that's it. All right, who's
2: your number eight? Eight storm um, storm teammate with Nelson, but he just does the simple things. He's no nonsense. It's just an no alarm. He yeah. runs hard. He's damaging defensively, so solid. I reckon him and Manu are easily the best centers in the game, and it just he offers so much by doing like almost nothing in, in in a nice way Yeah. like he just does his role yeah. and it, it's so impactful on the games so, so um, far the players... he makes everybody yeah. everyone around him go on
1: i was just going to say so far the players that we've uh, we've named have come from storm panthers and sharks so gone are the days of 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 hating the teams that do well we are we are praising <laughs> right. the top 3 right now um, yeah all right and and it's it's not and the tradition will continue because my number eight is Jerome Luai, uh Panthers Panthers boy, uh, similar to I yeah. to- oh, just love him for the same reasons. Love his energy on the field. You know, a lot of people think that he's a sore winner and that these Panthers guys are arrogant. I I love to see the passion that they've got, and I love the fact that the fire has not like dimmed at all since winning a premiership at such a young age, like they they want another and I love it. And they yeah, they want to dominate.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think those people that call them arrogant, you know, it's a bit harsh because if you win that many games in a row and you win a premiership, yeah. you're allowed to feel good about the way you're playing footy. Yeah. You're allowed, allowed to be happy with it and you're allowed to celebrate <laughs> your victories yeah. each and every time. So yeah, well-deserved. He, he's an excitement machine.
1: He is. All right. Number seven, Harvey, who have you got?
2: Moving out of those three teams, but we're still in the powerhouses. Mm. I've got Sam Walker.
1: Yeah, right. Roosters. I just
2: love seeing a young bloke with composure dominate a side. He's doing something that a lot of more experienced footy players still haven't mastered. And mm. he's a long way off being a master half, but. He's got all the makings there. He's tough. He takes the line on. He seems to get hit hard every single time he digs into the line every game. And he just bounces up and he keeps going. And it doesn't phase him. He he can deal with the attention. Um, and that that's so impressive for someone who's, you know, probably one of the smallest or lightest players in, in the comp. Um, he cops a lot, but, but he keeps growing. He's impressive every week. So that resilience for a young lad, fair play. I I enjoy seeing him. Run
1: around and direct the roost this team. Thanks. Yeah, nice. I've got Azayio number seven. Uh, just uh, you know, we've we've said it before. We call him on this podcast. We call him the Panthers halfback, the the real halfback yeah. of the Panthers. You know, they've just got two floating five eights in Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai, but but is the man who who straightens them up and gets their attack going. So uh, I just <laughs> I just love that that element to him. And you know, yeah, once again, a big big man doing small man things. Uh, and yeah, the the epitome of a ball playing lock, and I love it. Oh yeah, he's, he's
2: probably one of the most complete players in the comp. Like yeah. he's he's got everything that you could ask for. There's no weakness in his game, uh, yeah. and that's exciting to watch.
1: Yeah, second to Seifertalikai, obviously. Now that we know he can kick, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> um, six. I've got Junior Paulo, one cool. of the only well the only eels bloke i've got in there yeah um but just a big man runs hard again doing little guy things he he ball plays he's got a great offload he can do a bit of everything and he's quick he's quick for a big man i love seeing that yeah big man at full pelt chasing down um whoever doesn't matter it just works it doesn't matter i love seeing him play yeah nice
1: (laughs) nice um and Number six, I've got this is a, a Cowboys player, which I think is like the only player I've got here that's not in that like top four realm of teams. So, um, mm-hmm. and, but even the Cowboys are like fifth or something now. So, you know, I, I, it, it turns out I only like players from good teams. Um, yep. Jeremiah Nanai, I've got him here. He's, uh, you know, follows the pod. We've, we have a lot of love for him. Uh, and the way that he's been going this year. I just love to see it. He, he he I think he was a center coming through and now he's just a full second row. He's got the size, he's tearing up defences. Love him.
2: Yeah. He, he's up there in the, the try scoring charts as well. I think I think is leading that tally, but he's in he's in the conversation when you in the scoring tries for a side like that. A bit of a strike weapon when you've got um, you know, Tamalolo and other players of that, that kind. Yeah. Pretty impressive. So All right. Yep. Before, yeah. before we got the young our... bloke that's playing well above his years. Before we go into our top 5s,
1: let's go to a little ad break. Hold
0: up.
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right, we're back. Top five time. Harvey, who is your fifth favorite player? Not Fifth from favorite.
2: I mean, we've, we've talked a little bit about big guys doing little guy things. This, this bloke's a little man who does big guy things. Oh, yes. Victor Radley. Oh, uh, yep. Tackles hard, hits hard, best defender in the game some of the best technique he, he's ferocious in the way that he attacks on defense you know he, he just there's not a player in the comp that would want to run at him and it, no. it's interesting when you when you have a little bloke like that as a bit of a pocket rocket with a big engine that you know often the big guys when they're charging through the middle are trying to pick out the hooker or, or somebody smaller in that defensive line to run at i reckon they'd rather run at where Hargreaves and Takiyaho mm. and, and Lindsay Collins were facing the, the Roosters middle than Radley. Um, and that that's it just exciting in itself because my God, he's tiny, mm. but he hits like a cement truck. Yeah, absolutely. Well who <laughs> have you got at fifth?
1: At fifth I've got I've got another guy who's uh who's small in stature but is is dense as heck, and uh, and he he uh, he really is so tough to tackle because of that. It's Brian To'o, the guy that you've mentioned before, Panthers winger. Oh uh, yes, that we've not been seeing this year. Been missing him a lot. Uh, we'll see if he's fit in time for Origin or if we have to go without him this year. But I think it'd be a loss to the, to the Blues to be without to be without To'o uh, from a from a morale and team culture perspective as well as a, as a footy perspective.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think if he's, if he's fit and he's got a couple of games under his belt, he's back in that side. He's the incumbent. Mm. Uh, what he does off the pitch as well, the relaxed nature that he brings to camp is, is just as valuable as what he does on the pitch. So, yeah, he is an exciting player. And it's no surprise that he's, he's one of the the only players so far, if not the only one that we've we both have in our top 10s.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So far, I think he's the only one that we've doubled up on. So mm-hmm. credit, credit to Tot. Who's your number what four? About
2: four? Four, four. Uh, Latrell Mitchell. Yeah. We're definitely. not going to see him for a little while, but I love the passion that he plays with. He's a high intensity player. He never leaves, you know, anything, um, anything else in the tank. He, he works his butt off every week. I think I love him at fullback. He gets involved a lot more. Every time he carries the ball, you're just waiting for him to break the game open. He, he's got some errors in his game and he walks a fine line, but I think he's got the perfect balance of, of firebrand, passion, maturity in, in some areas. And he's just exciting. I mean, he's just X factor all over. Mm. For a big unit, he's quick. He's got a great fend on him, great step. And he's not afraid to just run hard and run straight. So, yeah, he's in my top five at fourth.
1: Yeah, nice. I've got at fourth my only Parramatta player to feature in the top (laughs) ten, Dylan Brown. Uh, I think he's the closest in playing style that I've seen to a young Benji Marshall since... um, yeah since since benji himself i think Mm. over the years there have been a lot of players come through that people go oh he's the next benji marshall sean johnson got a lot of it but i think it was just because he was kiwi uh and a half whereas like you actually watch dylan brown play and there are times where i just i see benji of like 05 in the way that he steps in the way that he moves on the field and in his whole mannerism and uh And anything that's going to remind me of Benji 05 is worthy of a top five position in my favorite NRL players, not from the Tigers. So,
2: yeah, fair, fair enough. Uh, He is exciting, and it's amazing how young he is, doing such such impressive things, and how much experience he's got already. So, even moving out to the centres, he was just as damaging. Exactly,
1: play anywhere, and I love that. Good choice. All right, top three. Who have you got Um, third?
2: Top three on the podium. Another storm player. It's gonna be Ryan Pappenhausen. Yeah, for a slight nice. frame, he, he's he just has burst onto the scene from a player that wasn't even really in the mix for that storm spine to being arguably their most influential player. Yeah. And he does not need an ounce of space. He creates his own luck. He works hard. And again, it's it's that sort of like, a contradiction where it's someone so slight and small compared to, like, some of the other players that they're coming up against doing such damaging things with the ball. It's just so impressive. And, yeah, as I said, he doesn't need much space to create his own luck. And I love watching him. Yeah.
1: I have uh, have no issue with seeing Ryan Pappenhausen feature in your top three. I, c- I can reveal that he will feature <laughs> at some point in well, my... Like when- in my Is he third? in my remaining players. Third, I've got a teammate of Paps, Harry Grant at number 9. I think this year in particular, Harry Grant's made his way into my top 10. Last year, I probably would have had Brandon Smith there almost in the same position, but uh, but yeah. yeah, I think just Harry being really handed that number 9 jersey for Storm, he's really proven what he can do with it and he's been so good at hooker out of at a dummy half. I think he's, you know, I think he's surpassed what what Brandon was doing there last year. So, which which last year I considered Brandon Smith the best hooker in the comp, and this year I consider Harry Grant to have one upped that.
2: Yeah, he's such a complete player. Like he doesn't have a weakness in his game. He's probably a bit more well rounded than Brandon, who who mm. you know controls the game through through running the ball, whereas Grant seems to have such a clever footy mind that. He can just control the game. He makes the right choices. He knows he just, when to spread yeah. it. He knows when to give it to one of the big boys and he knows when to run himself. I think and he just links those up. Those decisions yeah. at dummy half are so important.
1: He links up that team so well, I think, that like players like Hughes, Munster and Pappenhausen can really just relax in the knowledge that Grant's going to pick the right option at the start of each play. It's so Yeah, valuable. for sure.
2: And, and there, aren't, there just aren't that many 80-minute hookers yeah. that can dominate the game like that you know there, there really is a handful there's not 16 running around that every team can have one um so it's even more valuable and yeah it, it's no it, it's hard to argue with why why teams like the storm are as good as they are when they've got players like that touching the ball every, every time the, uh, the start of every play
1: that's it that's it All second right. second who have you got
2: well, I've actually got Brandon Smith. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I, I love him. I, I see all the points with Grant being, being the better hooker and, and the more well-rounded player. But there's something about Brandon's tenacity, his persistence. doesn't matter who's in front of him. If he gets a sniff of the try line, he's going to get there. Mm-hmm. And, but again, for a slightly smaller player, we know he's dense. We know, you know he's very powerful when he's running the ball. But he just puts his head down, the wombat, he get burrows, does whatever he needs to, to, to get over the line, get the ball yeah. down. Um, I love to see it. I, yeah, it's just X factor. And the, and the hard work is, is a lot of it because you feel like there are bigger players than him that can run just as hard and not make as much ground or, or get to the line as easily. And somehow he's able to do it. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Time and time again, defense don't know how to stop him, and yeah, he could have three blokes hitting him at the same time, and he'll bounce off and you know wiggle around and do something. What you, you don't know what he's going to do. It's, it's hard to predict, but he gets there, and yeah, he's, he's my second, my favourite player in the comp outside Mound. Like-
1: Absolutely, and uh, a lot of players, a lot of players featuring in these lists that have come from the Storm system. So it shows you how they don't only just produce champion players, but great blokes to watch, personalities, all this Mm -hmm. stuff. And number two for me is a man who has come from a Storm system, no longer there. He's Nico Hines. I just love watching him play for the Sharks, love watching him at halfback. I loved watching him play fullback for the Storm last year as much as I missed Pappenhausen. I think he was just... He's he's and he's such a great bloke. You watch him in interviews; he just seems like such a genuinely nice, lovely young man. And mm. and without to not risk sounding like a grandma, but I'd love I love love what a lovely, polite young man he is.
2: <laughs> he's one of the few players that makes footy look easy. Yeah. Like he never looks like he's um, overwhelmed by the situation. He, he steps up into every scenario with mm. ease. I'm sure he's perhaps a bit like a duck paddling underwater, but, but <laughs> calm on top. And he, there were question marks with him taking over a side and, and being the chief playmaker and things when mm. obviously at the Storm, he was that utility and that, that sort of fill-in player um, across the park. And you could see his talent, but whether he could do it every single week um, and be, be the primary source of points or, or creativity. But he, he's just stepped up admirably and yeah what a player what a player what What a man
1: what a man harvey it's time (laughs) for your number one player currently playing who's not a manly boy who is it
2: yeah so this i don't know whether this is surprising or not um pain ass yeah right For, for a big man plays massive minutes he does so much in the Broncos' side. Like, I honestly think they would be so much worse without him. And He's he, a big boy he who does big such boy a big things. big workload. I yeah. don't think there's a player in the game that is as influential to their side. Like, overall, I think there are players that have more influence over the attack or the defence of their side. But I, I think without Haas, the Broncos would be clearly the wooden Spooners for the last two or three years. Mm. Like, I don't even think they'd be competitive in a lot of the games that they've um, shown some grit in. And for, for a young guy who came in with such high expectations, it's pretty rare that we see them live up to them each and every week. And they tend to have their ebbs and flows in their, their early part of their career, but I love him. I think he's excellent. I think he's a future captain. I think... The Broncos need to throw everything at him to keep him there because every other club would want him and they'll do a whole they'll do they'll do so much to get him on into their side because mm. he is one of a kind i don't think there's a player like him in the comp and i don't think there will be for a, for a long time
1: yeah he's a, he's a big boy who does big boy things and uh, we love we love that as well <laughs> <laughs> that's it and and what about yourself
2: your my favorite well it's, the Tigers. i've
1: given it away haven't i i've given it away because i already mentioned one of your players who was going to feature in my top 10 who has not yet been named and um i mean i think we could have we could have been able to tell before we even did this list who would be featuring at my number one he's uh he's just uh, he's just fantastic player to watch he's got a fantastic mullet he's got speed he's got a great kicking game he's got skill it's ryan bloody pappenhausen and he's also (laughs) got a great name as well and i love 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 what a name to say
2: it's a great name. Great I mean, name. That's it. The, the name and the hair probably get him over the line, doesn't it? Because, yeah, honestly. You know, he's, 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 a, such a, he's one of easily one of the most exciting such players. Such a cult figure. Um, playing in one of the best systems. It, he is a cult figure. And I, I certainly think he can lock down that number one jersey at the Storm for, for years to come. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, his status is only going to grow. He's the new Billy Slater. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Actually, because if you just reflecting on that, I know we had a lot of storm players and players to come to the storm system. But if you were to ask me this question five six years ago, I probably wouldn't have had Kronk, Cam Smith, no. or Billy Slater in in, in this list. No, because they were too robotic, weren't they?
1: They were too. Yeah, they were. They were so clinical and so great. But the What? What? Yeah, I think like. What the storm players do at the moment is like they pull out really unexpected things, and like they don't play just orthodox kind of footy. Like it's, it's so exciting to watch, and I just, yeah, in a way that I think the storm of old were clinical, they would they played really great boring footy, you know, <laughs> like they'd kick the yeah, ball, yeah. kick the ball out. Uh, just to wind down the clock they'd do whatever it took to win and they were great winners
2: you almost knew exactly what they were going to do but you couldn't do anything to stop it no that and yeah. now they play in a way that you have no clue what they're going to do and you still don't know how to stop it exactly so it's, exactly. It's different ways that just as damaging exactly um, but certainly the the storm team now nowadays is a far more exciting team to watch
1: yeah exactly all right, well, just before we wrap up, let's quickly, uh, let's quickly indulge ourselves for a little bit and just give our top three players from our own team. Uh, Do you uh, want to kick us off? Yeah, right, I'll kick us off. My number three from the Tigers is Alex Twal. Man without a try after so many games, and he puts in <laughs> each and every week. He's one player that through all of the Tigers' hardships I've always been able to look at and say that he can hold his head up high. He's been through it all. Um, and gosh, I can't wait to see him score a try.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's fair
1: yeah who's number three for you
2: uh mine's olivekawaatu yeah nice the barnstorming storming second rower yeah um just so damaging so big i lo- i love the fact that he sort of stumbled across footy um mm. he he wasn't in playing from a young age or anything he literally was just watching his mates who who were playing for the under 16s at Manly um and the coaches were like you're a big lad. Do you, want, do you want to hop on, have a go? He was like, yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> <Now he's laughs> you know, in the five years later or something, yeah. he's, um, you know, in, in the origin conversation, he, he's, he's still a big lad, but he, he runs hard, he offloads well, defensively he's solid and he's probably our most consistent forward at the moment and I just love seeing him play because he's, he's one of those guys that does his job, but you can give him the ball when he's sort of Got no opportunities or no, no hole to run in, and he'll he'll find a way. Yeah. Uh, he's got a bit of Brandon Smith about him in, in the sense that mm-hmm. if he can see the line, he's going to get there. So, yeah, yeah he's, he's number three for me.
1: Nice. Uh, and number two, I've got Stefano Utoikamanu. He's out through injury at the moment, uh, but as far as our front rowers go, I think he's a future leader of the pack as long as we can hold on to him, which is a big... A big hope, because uh, I think he's, <laughs> I think he's fantastic. He's still so young. Uh, came over from Parramatta. He's already spent a bit of time in the Blues camp uh, just to get a bit of experience. So he's obviously someone on Fitler's radar for the future. Mm-hmm. And I think that you know, with the right, you know, yeah, I think he can he can be a very influential player going forward for us. And he really puts in each and every week, just like Alex Twal. I just admire the fact that no matter what. No matter what's going on, no matter what the result is, uh, he'll you can always count on him to do his job.
2: Yeah, Big Stefano.
1: Yeah, who's your number two? Uh,
2: number two is Tommy Turbo. Yeah. Um, I love him so much. He, he's such a great family to have involved at the club. Yeah. And Tommy, he's, he's got that X Factor. He's, he's the athlete. He's a great lad off the pitch as well. He does a lot for the community. And he gets all the highlights and for for good reason, you know, there are a few players as we saw last year who can dominate the game in the way he can. Um, Just every time he touches the ball, you think we can score a try or get a line break or or, or do something incredible. And so to have a player like that in in the mist is, yeah, it's awesome. So he is, he's
1: number two. Yeah, nice. And, um, Number one, finally, number one. Uh, I guess this is this is a guy who's skyrocketed to number one at the Tigers for me <laughs> and for a lot of other Tigers fans, joined us this year, and it wasn't until a couple of weeks ago that we truly saw what an impact he can have on the team. He's our new number seven, Jackson
2: Hastings.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that is skyrocketing. That is a skyrocket. Yeah, he's a player that you probably were hopefully he'd have a good impact when, when you signed him um, towards the end of last year. And you didn't quite know what role he was going to play. And yeah. yeah, now now that he's locked down that seven jersey, he won you a couple of key games and it's, it's not even the influence. You'd almost say if you had lost some of those games, you'd still be just as impressed by what he's done. I mean, mm-hmm. icing the field goal against Parramatta was obviously a, you know, helps helps boost him up the rankings a little bit in, in your thoughts about him. But yeah, he's he's such a commanding presence. and yeah, such, so needed yeah. at the Tigers.
1: Absolutely, and an honourable mention to Adam Dewey as well, who's not been on the field yet for us this year. But I think he's been the closest thing to that on-field sort of playmaker leader of the last yeah. couple of years at the Tigers. And I, I I can't wait till Dewey gets back on the field and um and you know, depending on where he plays, whether he goes five-eight, whether he goes center or even fullback, um, depending on Dane Laurie's injury situation. Uh, I can't wait to see him link up with Hastings because I think they're both big talkers, big leaders, you know, creative playmakers, and I'd love to see what happens. Yeah. Finally, Harvey, your number one from your own team, the Manly Seagulls.
2: Oh, straight He's the heart it. and soul of the manly side of the of the manly community. He's the effort man. He sets the standards. He, he never takes you know a backward step. Um, he's always the one barking orders. He, he's, the, he's he's just a player that doesn't. Like, like mm. he's, he's even if he's not everybody's favorite player, he's easily in their uh, top yeah. three. Everyone likes him. So, he everyone likes him. You, you see him in the sheds after a game singing the team song, and he's just going berserk. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's like his hundredth win in the manly jersey, it, you can see how much it means to him to be pulling it on each and every week. He's the I mean, I know he's sort of co captains with, with Cherry Evans at the moment, but he, he is the you know, the heart and soul of the side. And I think, yeah, easily, easily does the most effort plays. He puts in all the little things that, that bring the side together. And yeah, I just love him to bits. So he's easily not just my favourite manly player, but he's my favourite player full stop. Yeah. If I could have included him in in, in the top 10 list. He would have been number one. Yeah, I think I
1: think Hastings as is, he's my favorite Tigers player, but even he would have maybe maybe come third. I think I think I still would have <laughs> I think I still would have had Hines and Pappenhausen ahead of him. So um, yeah, but you know, each to their own. Each to their own. Yeah, fair play. I'm obviously a less biased person than you are, so you that's know. it. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: All right, well there we go. There's our lists. We'll chuck them up on the Instagram so you can review, see what you think. Let us know your favourite players, not from your own team as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, Harvey, until until next week. Bye bye. <laughs>